We're good to go. Hello, hello. Episode 8. We're doing it. Uh, so this begs the question, is this even a podcast? That is because <laughs> today at dinner, Jessica said, <laughs> I'd like to... <laughs> She says, I'd like to be on a podcast one day. <laughs> and the world around me came crashing down because it made me question everything we've been doing for these past eight episodes. Okay, let me just say something first. This is out of context. We were talking about something, uh, about a particular topic. What was it? About religion and teachers? We were talking about a bad podcast that okay. I had listened okay. to earlier today. A bad podcast. And I was just saying... I would like to be part of a podcast that speaks on things I am educated in. Yes. That is what I was referring to, not But the words like you said this. were, I want to be on a podcast one <laughs> yeah. day. Yes, I just didn't finish the sentence. And I there was a long pause <laughs> between. Well, here what we are. To say here we are. <laughs> I apologize a lot. Episode 8. So we're going to change it up a little bit. We're not going to talk about the food we ate or the places we've been or the weather or anything like that. We're going to talk about a real thing. Mm-hmm. A real topic. A real topic. That yeah. is quite near and dear to my heart, I would say. And I think that's kind of the direction we want to go in moving forward. Topics. Topics. Yeah. Topics. What's going on yeah. in the world around us. Yeah. Unless we do something really spectacular yes. and we need to share that. Yes. But so today we're going to talk about thrifting. Ooh, it's a spicy one. And this is inspired <laughs> by Jessica's most recent thrifting episode where she went to get, I'm sure, many things, but among them sweaters. Yeah. And she found one. Brand new Old Navy sweater with the Old Navy sticker still well, on it. Yeah. Marked down to $7.99 at Old Navy. Yeah. For sale at Value Village for $15.99. <laughs> and that begs the question, well, that sort of brings to attention, I guess, that the thrifting world is sort of upside down right now. It's changing. In terms of who's shopping there, what's for sale, mm. and basically just the cost of the thrifting lifestyle in general seems to be going through the roof. Yeah. And if it keeps climbing at the rate that it's climbing, it's one day it's just going to be cheaper to not thrift anymore. They're not going to call it thrifting. They're just going to have to call it come shop at the village. Take a... No Scrap more value. The value. No more value. There's just no the value village. in it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so thrifting in general, how did that become such a big part of your life? Uh, I think it started. Well, it definitely started when I first moved out here. You know, West Coast. I come from small town Windsor, where we have a variety of seasons. Very cold. Very hot. When I came out here, it just seemed like it was rain all the time. And I wanted to go out a lot. I wanted to hike. I wanted to do all the things. And being overwhelmed by the amount of things that I just had to incorporate into my lifestyle now with like school, apartment, money, all of that jazz. 
I was like, how do I get clothing for the outdoors that's not an arm and a leg? Like, I clearly can't afford it right now. Like, I'm not going to go to Arc'teryx and get a jacket for $3,000. So I thrifted. And where I was living at the time, there was a thrift store right, like, I could see it from my window. So away we go. I thrifted everything. I also didn't know where to go to shop when I was here. So I was like, mm, I guess we're going to go to the thrift store. So I just started buying things there. I was also in like a flux with my weight. So like a lot of stuff didn't fit me anymore. And I was like, I don't really know what to do. So I just went thrifting and I've been doing it ever since. So thrifting in Windsor was not so much a thing for you? No, it wasn't a thing because I also used to work in retail. So I worked at the mall. So Mm. I knew when places were having sales all the time. We had a big outlet mall, which was like always a sale. So it was almost like you were thrifting, but yeah, not. So you would get like Gap, Coach, whatever, Tommy Hilfiger, all of those stores. Um, Sport Check always had a ton of really great sales and you would just go there. But coming here, I was so out of my element and knowing where to shop that I was just like, well, I'm just going to go to the thrift store. <laughs> so was it limited to only clothing? Because from what I've seen, your thrifting has Everything. blossomed into... Yeah. It's a lot of it for work now too. I use a lot of it for staging items and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I find a lot of unique pieces there. But yeah, initially it was just clothing, but now it's it's a monster in and of itself. <laughs> So outside of the value from thrifting that you get from buying affordable clothing, what other benefits do you find thrifting? The thrifting? Hmm. I don't like a ton of variety. Like if I were to go, I know you worked here before, but if I were to go to Winners or some big department store and they have a million t-shirts or they have so many different kinds of pants to choose from, like it's... It's almost too much. It's information overload. When I'm at the thrift store, it's like, I've only got whatever's in these sections and my size, so I need to pick. And if there's nothing for me there, then there's nothing for me there, and that's okay. And then maybe I'll go to the mall and get it. But I don't know. Sometimes when you're thrifting, you can find some really great pieces that are... Like, I have a ton of Lululemon clothing from there before they got jacked up that I would buy. Like, way discounted. Like... $10 $10 for leggings, for Lulu leggings. Boots, I've, I've found a lot of like hiking boots there that I would just use. Lots of good name brand stuff. Recently, I found Matt and Nat, which I don't know if you're familiar with. Never heard with. of Matt and Nat. <laughs> it's a vegan like purse company. They make mm. purses and bags and all that stuff. But vegan, which is just like recycled plastic bottles, I'm pretty sure. But they sell it for jacked up prices. So you could buy a purse for $90, but I saw two at the thrift store just a couple days ago. One was $8 and one was $9. And I checked online what they had sold for and combined it was $150 for the two of them. And I got them both just for under $20. So sometimes you can find some good things if you're looking, but you really got to look. So are you going to sell those what is it, Matt and Nat? Matt and Nat. They're wallets. I needed a new wallet because you've seen, well, my blue one is falling apart, which is also Matt and Nat, which I also thrifted, hmm. I think, like four years ago. I've had it the entire time I've known you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at. So you're not going to flip those? 
No, I'm not going to flip and sell them. I mean, I could if I really wanted to, but it's not my not my gig. You kind of have to have like a following and you have to have a presence in that. I know people that do that. But... For flipping? Flipping thrift items? Yeah. Do you find that there's a bit of an ethical dilemma with thrift flipping? <laughs> well, I... I've, it's hard to say because the people who find the item that they thrifted will take it home, usually like clean it up, revamp it, and style it in a way that people can use in their homes. Like if it's a, a decorative piece. But if they buy it for $4 and then they sell it for 80 that's hard. How often are people who are thrift flipping sort of refurbishing the items? There's a girl I know that strictly does furniture and like homeware and she does that like that's her business. What, what is homeware? Oh, like like decorative items, pots, like candle holders, um I don't know, vases, stuff like that just for the house that you would find artwork. Take like pieces, maybe like a mirror and she would repaint it clean it up and repaint it and then make it look like brand new kind of thing. And then sell it for a lot more than she bought it for? I don't know if a lot more because it's Windsor, but she would sell it more than what she bought it for. Oh, this is in Windsor. Yeah. I don't know if I have a problem with that though, because if they're buying something for a price Mm -hmm. and then they put work into it. Yeah. Like there's a certain amount of sweat equity. Yeah. You have to pay for that because that's not something you would do there's a there are another girl other girls that i follow that are in like california that will buy pieces that are maybe clearly under marked like an item that should be much higher than it is like let's just say for example here if most thrift stores if you find a like lululemon pants they're going to be selling for at least 30 dollars okay. whereas if someone mismarked it maybe like for 15 then you're thinking wow that's a steal so sometimes people will find items like that at a really, really cheap price or like maybe a full leather jacket and it's only on for like $10. Then they'll get it home, clean it up, whatever you do to leather, and then style it and resell it for like 80 or $90, something mm-hmm. like that. There was a store in Kensington Market when I lived in Toronto that was, um, I mean, they called it, it wasn't a thrift store, it was a vintage mm-hmm. store. Yeah. And I swear it, they just had people combing through mm-hmm. local thrift stores, Goodwill, Value Village, Salvation yeah. Army. They would just find all of the, it was mostly t-shirts and jackets, I think. Like but higher they higher ticket items that well, would be sold? They're only higher ticket when they're in their store. Mm. They're low ticket in the thrift store. And they don't do anything to them? Didn't seem like it. Yeah. Like they're just t-shirts like it was mostly t-shirts yeah that's tough so they just buy it from the one thrift store for cheap and sell it at their store for more yeah it's interesting too when you think about the company who made that t-shirt like how many times i think other people would be making money off of their (laughs) t-shirt well i don't think of the company that because the company already made a big profit from that t-shirt yeah it's pretty crazy you could like buying t-shirts like a branded t-shirt at a store could be like $30 more than $30 I think of the people that are donating these shirts 
Mm-hmm. Like when I when I donate stuff to Goodwill, mm-hmm. when I have a purge, yep. I don't expect that somebody is going to take that shirt and sell it for good money. I'm hoping that somebody who needs a shirt is going to buy that shirt for cheap because they can't afford to buy it anywhere else. Yeah. The other thing I've been doing, if I'm frustrated with thrift stores, I will just go straight to a women's shelter and I'll just donate the clothes right to them because then nobody's paying for it. It just goes straight to them. They need it. It's done. Mm -hmm. And then you're not, you're cutting out that value village, Salvation Army middleman. And you're just going straight to the people who need it. But the people who need it, well, outside of... They're not always in shelters, I understand that, but... Like, but, what can you do? You can't go door-to-door and be like, are you struggling? No, but the people, the people who need these items are slowly being priced out of this thrifting market as we speak right now because mm-hmm. thrifting is getting more and more expensive so much so that the lower income people who rely on the thrift store mm-hmm. are no longer able to afford things at the thrift store yeah or maybe not able to afford because there's levels of there's levels of items that are available at a value village mm-hmm. like there are nicer things and there are yeah. crummier things yeah. It used to be that they could, the lower income people could afford all, all of it. <laughs> and now they like, they can't afford the nicer items because the nicer items are Like what you would pay up. for at a, at a store. Like I could not believe what I saw that. And when I spoke to the woman about it, just in passing, I was like, your prices are kind of shady. I was like, <laughs> I saw that there was a dress marked down for $8 and you were selling it for 15 She's like, oh, if you ever see that, you can come and let us know and we'll we'll match it. I was like, oh, now we're price matching. So we're just going to go to every value village and every time we see something for cheaper, we're going to be like, this is too expensive here. Well, I think in that case, the tag was still on it. But there are so many cases where that happens and they they don't see the tag and then they just jack it up like they can't. there There almost has to be a limit for you to consider yourself a thrift store. You need to stay in particular margins for that to be thrift. You can't be selling... Like when you came home today and I was talking to you about the t-shirts that were there. You can't be selling t-shirts for $15 when before they were like 6 or 7 average. You can't. You just can't. You're not considered thrift anymore. Then you need to completely change your business. Well, the thing about that is the... Like as the rise of cost of living goes up or the price of the cost of living goes up, then so does, so Value Village, I believe, um, pays their employees a livable wage. Mm -hmm. And if the cost of living is going up, then the price of a livable wage is going up. At the same time, the rent for their store will be going up and so the prices have to go up mm-hmm. so you're tr- so you're telling me what what's minimum wage in vancouver like 16 dollars? i have no idea 
So is everybody getting paid over $16 in that store? I don't even think they are. I don't think they're getting paid more than $16 there. I don't know what they get paid, but I believe they're unionized and they have mm. benefits and all of these things, mm. which costs the parent company. I think they're called like Savings Inc. or something like that mm. is the parent company of Value Village. Yeah. So all of that would be a big cost for them. So to cover that cost, they have to make that up in their profits. Mm. And they've never actually claim to be a non-profit company like they are a for-profit company they make a ton of money you're trying like all those guys up at the top aren't living quite comfortably you're like they can't take a little cut out of what they're getting to try to disperse that amongst the company and other places to make it go further i mean it's the it's in every particular company that this happens it's like how do you equally distribute the funds or maybe they should just completely downsize their entire place because they have such a big spot downsize get get a smaller footprint you don't have to pay so much in rent they have that it's called the value village boutique in vancouver well that and it's like the most that's not boutique that's not a value village it's the most jacked up value village it's a village and it's also in vancouver on granville so if anybody thinks you're going there and you're saving money you're fooling yourself yeah so no but in coquitlam like come on Actually, the Value Village boutique storefront that they made on Granville is probably the most anti-thrift thing you could ever do. Yeah. It's also on Granville. Like, they're not going to make it look crummy. Well, everything on Granville is crummy. Everything Granville downtown is crummy. Yeah. Where is it? Is it on... Is it downtown or is it on... No, it's South, South Granville. Granville. Yeah. Oh, but where there the is... hoity-toities are. Yeah, exactly. But there is another thrift store that is down in Marpole that is questionable and they're what do you mean I, by questionable well it you walk in and there's like poop at the front door so I mean their prices aren't going to be really high it's in Marple like 70th and prices need to reflect the amount <laughs> of fecal matter at the front door <laughs> yeah so it just goes to show you like where the location is is going to be the cost of what you're going to pay for things so that Marple Oh, that's the one on the way to the airport. Yeah. That one is cheap. It's by the bank. Yeah. There's also not, there isn't a ton of variety in there. So it's pretty, pretty average. So you, get, average. so you get what you pay for, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go there regularly if I was going to thrift. How many thrift stores do you frequent? Uh, well, it's just the Salvation Army, like on the way on Grandview. And then the one in Coquitlam. Those are really the only two that I go to. You don't go to the one near your place? What's the one near mine? There's a Goodwill. Oh, in Carisdale. No, there's a Goodwill across from the Safeway on Broadway. Oh, yeah. I've been in there before, but mm, nothing. Nothing really great in there. You got to go to the well, ones that the have a thing good supply. Thrift. That's the whole <laughs> thing about thrifting is you never know what you're going to get when you go in. Yeah, but consistently going into that one, I haven't found anything worth going back for. Right. So the the two that are bigger ones, and maybe that's why they have their prices so high, are the ones that are on Grandview Highway and then the one in Coquitlam. I think there's also another one in, um, what's that mall? Not Burnaby, but... 
Metro Town? Metro Town, yeah. I think there's one around there, too. That's supposed to be really good and air quote cheap. Oh. <laughs> well, so, I, had a, I had a really nice haul today from the Value Village in Coquitlam. Yeah, you did. Kept all the prices under $10, mm-hmm. although there were t-shirts that were more expensive than that. But those t-shirts, like the $15 t-shirt is not $5 nicer than the $10 t-shirt. No, definitely So I just not. threw them back on the rack. No. They'll look at the tags always and see what the brand is, but it, even then that doesn't mean the brand is necessarily better. Like, yeah, there are some Banana Republic t-shirts there that are 100% cotton, and so are the Gildan t-shirts that are 100% cotton. Like, Does cotton represent a nice t-shirt? No, I'm just saying, like, what it's made out of. Like, it could, like, oh. you're looking at the same ingredients. Why is one more expensive than the other just because of the brand? I read today that, speaking of cotton, I read today that by buying thrifted t-shirts, mm-hmm. something like 400 gallons of water is required to make one t-shirt. Now, I think that number is wildly, wildly, wildly inflated. I can't imagine that one t-shirt requires 400 gallons of water. I'm sure it does require some water, and there's some context missing in that, in that article. Always. But there, is, there are environmental advantages, for sure, to buying secondhand. I think their premise behind thrift as well was just kind of like cut out that whole fast fashion because that's always been something in the back of people's minds. Well, people who are conscious of that, to just stop that and just go thrift and go find things that you could repurpose and use again. What's that fast fashion brand that, is it like... shine or sheen or something yeah shine but like h&m all those all those spots are all fast fashion arden ardeen however you say it and they're designed for small people let me tell you yeah yeah let me tell you yeah anyways the only reason i brought up is it sheen or shine no idea s-h-e-i-n we'll leave it up to interpretation anyways they are getting into um, they do like linens and bedding now. Oh, they do? Yeah. Whoa. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that stuff at the thrift store. A ton of it. Bedding? No, just products from them. Because you buy oh, it online, really? it ships from China. You can't actually try it on. And you get it and you're like, well, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So and, you just throw it And what are you going to do? You're going to ship it back to China and buy it again? Like, I don't know. People return things they get online all the time. Yes, but it's it's not like super local. Like you ship your. It's not. It's not that it's not super local. It's that it's anti-local. It's anti-local. Yeah. So you're. What are you gonna do? You're gonna send it back. Well, that's and just, then that's the whole Amazon culture, though. Mm-hmm. The whole online culture. Mm-hmm. I yeah. also read that thrift stores are going online now, and oh. I can't imagine how that's even how? possible. How are you gonna put? We have one shirt and one size, and that's it. You would waste so much time creating a website with product. Maybe it's like a harvest box. <laughs> get a surprise box. You get a surprise <laughs> box. You order 10 large t-shirts, uh, and you just see you what you get. You know what you're going to get. 10 large men's t-shirts. Did we just come up with an unreal idea? I think we did. Harvest boxes for clothing? Are you kidding me? A harvest thrift. 
A harvest thrift. The thrifted harvest. Whoa. Whoa, guys. I love how we can come up with all these other I quit names, my job. but not a name for a I podcast. I quit my job. Do it. I'm not a carpenter. Just go in, buy, bulk, buy in bulk, and then sell a harvest thrift box. You want five large t-shirts? Got it. 10 minutes and I'll ship it to you <laughs> in a Canada Post if it fits, if it fits a shit it ships, box. No, you're going to be spending more on shipping. That, that was really affordable. That was $25 for a medium box. Yeah. What would that typically cost you? Oh, what? 90 when we sent the last one? Yeah. The same, same, same size. <laughs> so we had those tea towels that we shipped. And it costs about $90 in shipping. Ah, uh, but you were shipping something else too. Not just the tea towels. I don't think so. Yeah. No? Oh, God. It was just a tea. No. It, it wasn't was, 90 It, it was, was $90 total. It, it was, was 50, 50 for the shipping and 40 for the towels. It was yeah. a $90... All around. All around. All in. Yeah. Yeah. Still. <laughs> it's crazy. It's quite a bit for shipping. But this was, so this, if it ships, it fits box. That was. $19.99 with tax. Yeah. So that was basically half the price. Yeah. And more weight. You could. And faster. Fa- mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three it was to, three days. Three to five, they say. No, it's one to three, they say. No. Yeah. We looked at it. One to three, and it was particular regions. Remember, it was like cross-provincial. Right. Yeah. Well, it did say one to three, though, for one region. Is Canada considered a region, or is BC considered a region? I don't know, but you keep air-quoting things. (laughs) (laughs) We're not on TV here. They can't see the air quotes. I should just say it every time. Do you want to get into the different types of thrifting? So we've done, we've talked about storefront shopping and we've talked about thrift flipping, but there's also the online, not the online, I guess it is online shopping. I thought we just talked about it. We're starting a new business. That was the harvest box. No, but I was talking about marketplace <laughs> and your your little oh goodness your okay. buy nothing group that you're a part of. The that... buy nothing group is fine because you can't actually sell anything there in Vancouver. There are particular groups based on where you live. It you have to put in your address and where you live, so you're close to people who are selling. And it is called Buy Nothing Vancouver. There's one for. Kits, there's one for Point Grey, Carisdale, Granville, yada yada. And people will post things up there just giving things away. So if you really need it, then it's yours. People can comment on it and say, I'm interested, would love this, whatever. If there's more than, I don't know, five people or so, they'll do a draw. Whoever wins the draw, you get it. That way, no hard feelings. It's all honest. You're not paying for it anyways. So it's not something you really lost out on. So that's nice because there are people who can really use stuff. And in my particular area, it's all baby clothes. So Mm. not really anything applicable to me, which is good because then I don't need a bunch of garbage. But Mm -hmm. so that is a really good option for people to use instead of thrifting. But when you do that, it's not always is inconsistent. So you never know what you're going to get. So if you randomly see maybe a dresser that you really need, you'll put your name down for it. You won't get it. So 
Well, the concept is nice, though. The concept is nice, yeah. I just offloaded a bunch of kitchen stuff to someone whose son was moving for university, and they were really appreciative that they had this because they thought their son was never going to eat. So that was nice to give away. Well, so, some, yeah. I mean, I think it started out good, but I think now with the way the world is going, it's all everybody's just scrambling to afford Make some money. I think at the end of the day, in general, thrifting is still cheap. It's frustrating yeah. and annoying that it's not as cheap as it used to be. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it is still cheaper than going to buy new stuff. Sometimes. There are exceptions. There but are in exceptions, general, yeah. if you need a t-shirt, it's cheaper to go to Value Village. Well, we're coming up to Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we would be... Surprise, surprise. You're going to go thrifting gift, Mom. We No, it's not going to be thrifting. <laughs> I'm joking. could be it's just thrifting. a random transition to go from thrifting to Mother's Day. Well, I don't know how you jump from th- thrifting to Mother's Day. We, I guess we had an opportunity when you started talking about baby clothes. <laughs> but we don't need baby clothes. It's not like you're a mother. We don't need baby clothes, no. I do have friends that will be mothers. But... They can get their own baby clothes. Well, you're not going to give thrifted baby clothes out of baby shower, are you? No. Sometimes nice. you can buy brand new baby clothes, but I'm not going to do that. There's probably a poop stain in there somewhere. Probably poop stains <laughs> all over the place on that website. <laughs> uh, so we do have a little shopping excursion tomorrow, which is nice. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, quick little rip out to Bowen Island. Yeah, we're just going to be a walk-on. Just a walk on. Or are we going to drive? Keeping it local. No, walk on. Okay, yeah. So we're going to walk on. Last weekend, we were supposed to go golfing. Yeah. Because we talked about that in our last podcast, and I was just going to drive around the cart, but our morning did not pan out the way we wanted. No. And I we were just the, lazy. The we weather wasn't great either. No. It was supposed to be sunny, but it was rainy. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so on this outline, I have a question that says... <laughs> How much do you love your mom? <laughs> you said you weren't going to ask me. I think I know the answer to how much do you love your mom. It's maximum. Maximum. I attribute everything I have to her. I don't know why, why I would even write that. Everything I am. My mother. A little bit of my dad. Physical features are my dad. Social features are my mom. <laughs> I you have my dad's I... hands in, my, in his feet. And I have my mom's personality. What's what everybody tells me, but my mom has my personality. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even possible. Yeah, it is. I started forming my own personality aside from my mom, and she copied me. Well, I love my mom maximum (laughs) as well. Like this much? That's what I always say. I love you this much, Like our arms are extended. No air quotes. Yeah. I even Just put that in arm extended. when I write when I write my mom cards at the mm-hmm. end. I'll say I love you this much and I put a little stick person. And then from edge to edge of the card, that's how long that stick person's arms are. You better get a bigger card. Well, I think she gets the she gets <laughs> the point. Didn't you make one for the kids last time? You had your hands and then a string. Be, Those or were was hu- that to be like a hug? Oh. Those were hugs. That was cute. Yeah. And my parents got my parents got one too. Oh, they did? 
I don't know if anyone has those anymore, but mm. actually, was it Charlie? <laughs> it might have been Charlie or Frankie that was that had recently pulled out those cut out hand and string hugs. Those are cute. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. You should make new ones. Well, I will say that this podcast was basically born from something that my mom always says when we finish a conversation on the telephone. Doesn't matter what we talk about. This podcast was born? Yeah, just the idea of this podcast. This particular episode or in general? The podcast that we haven't named yet. Ah, uh, okay. The whole idea of it yes. came from my mom's closing thing all the time is it was just lovely to hear your voice. Mm, that's sweet. And doesn't matter what I say, just as long as I say it in my voice, it's lovely for her to hear it. So I could talk about anything. No one has your voice. So now she can listen to my voice all the time and your voice and not just my mom, but your mom mm-hmm. and then other people as well. And so that's kind of where, where this came from. I guess ultimately it was a gift from my mom. That everybody gets to share. This podcast? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. I remember growing up as a child. We went to church every Sunday. And the Knights of Columbus on Mother's Day would, at the end of Mass, the they would call all of the mothers up to the altar. Mm-hmm. And the Knights of Columbus, who are made of, it's all men, there's no mm-hmm. women. Yeah. They would hand out carnations to all the mothers, mm-hmm. to all the mothers and maybe expecting mothers, uh, maybe not expecting mothers. It was pretty, pretty old school. So Black you might, have, you might have had to like literally be a mother to get this flower. Anyways, a carnation represents or symbolizes love, captivation and distinction. Distinction. Yeah. So I understand why they would give a carnation because of the love part. Why is that? Why the love? A mother's love. Is there anything stronger than a mother's love? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I didn't get a carnation. We could look further into that later. Into what a carnation is? Uh-huh. What it represents? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's love, captivation, and distinction. I, I looked know. into it. But why? Like, there has to be more why. You know, like, you just ask the surface questions and I dig deeper. You do dig. (laughs) I don't think there has to be a why, though. I think it's just... Probably it boils down to... How did it come about? How do you come to find these conclusions for these things? How did the trillium become Ontario's provincial flower? It just is. (laughs) Okay, we're going to find out why. Um, and so I would also like to shout out, not just our mothers, but there are lots of mothers in our lives. We have Ella, who's going to be a new mother soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have my sister, Sarah, my sisters-in-laws, Julia, Christine, Stella, your whole fam. Yeah, oh, there's good mothers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day should be a bigger deal than it is. I mean, it's a big deal, but it should be a national holiday. Why it's on a Sunday, I'll never understand. should get the Sunday and Monday off. We should get the Monday off. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. But really, do moms ever get a day off? 
No, they don't get a day off. They work so hard every day. They should just always feel appreciated. And Jess is a new mom, too. A new mom, too. Well, a new Jess boy. Dennis is already a mom, but she just yeah, had another baby. Yeah, she just had baby. another baby. Yeah. yeah. So. so shout out to Jess Dennis. I was just thinking of her because it's of how her story of how her the birth and pregnancy was so different from the first and kind of moms go through it. Moms go through it. People have crazy, crazy birthing stories. Yeah. That are for different podcasts. <laughs> for different Not podcasts. our podcast. While I was researching the carnation though, I started thinking what did what did the dads get on Father's Day at church? Mm-hmm. And I can't honestly remember anything. Mm-hmm. I could be completely way off base and just not remembering. Yeah. But I know that mom always got a carnation and I can't remember for the life of me what dad ever got. But like what's a flower that represents male energy? A dandelion. I'll look into that. The dandelion would be what all the dads are doing is they're out picking, picking dandelions. dandelions. Anyways, so this one goes out to all the mothers. Mm-hmm. We'll have to send this one closer to Mother's Day. Yeah, we'll send it out this week. So to all the mothers, all the former mothers, all the new mothers. Former mothers are still mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we love you. Love you bunches. Love you lots. Love you lots. Happy Mother's Day! Oh, happy Mother's Day!